Hi, and welcome to Bottled Up, a wine podcast, sort of. I'm Sean <laughs> Linehan, and I'm here with my stunning co-host. Oh, stop it. They can't see me, thank God. Uh, Jen Waring here. Jen Waring here, and Jen Waring here. What did you... <laughs> <laughs> Did you do anything for New Year's? Did you have any fun wine, anything to drink? Oh, my Lord. First of all, Happy New Year, Sean. Happy, happy New, New Year, Year, listeners. We we done it, you know? We made it this we're, far. We're out of the dumpster fire that is 2020. And while I can still smell the smoke and the burning and it's still a little hot, you know what I'm saying? We're, I'm going gently into this good year. Uh, it's, it's like it's the tires? Good. Yep. Pretty much. It's good to be. I'm going to roll on into it. It's good to be done. Uh, I like a pun still that hasn't changed, uh, but special. Um, you know, I didn't I'm not in, I'm, I'm not as we covered last time with the bubbly episode. I'm not a big New Year's person. Right. So even and this year, oh, no, we have to stay home. Oh, shucks. <laughs> um, but I will say, although this is not this is wine adjacent, Sean. OK, um, New Year's Eve day, I get this box. Um, uh, which, uh, was weird. Cause it was like open carefully, you know, keep cold. And I was like, what is this? And did I order meat? Did you get um, the COVID vaccine? Yeah. Yeah. They shipped it to my house. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Yeah, Self-apply. Nice. Listen, I used to sleep with bus boys to get my tables cleared faster. <laughs> now I sleep with pharmacists. You hey, do what you got to do. You take one for whatever team that. you're on. Thanks. Uh, no, my, the only good thing, well, the, almost the only good thing from my old day job uh, my friend Lou sent me, I have it, I have it out, which the people can't see. He sent me an elixir. Ooh, let me see. Uh, and it's, it's called immune shine ginger elixirs. <laughs> oh goodness. Immune shine. Which, yeah, I'm not gonna, I, I don't know how to say it. It's made in the sauger teas and it's something uh -huh. he drank and he just thought, you know, who's going to love this? My pal, Jen. Um, and we, you know, we fuck our old company uh, together and, and, but I put some in my bubbly oh. and he sent me, there's a bunch of varieties, but he sent the ginger, uh, honey, turmeric. That sounds one, healing. Which made me feel like that whole bottle I drank by myself, um, was good for me. Oh, it sounds <laughs> like you had a, you had a veritable smoothie, a health. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I practically had green juice for I mean, New Year's Eve. I hope you were wearing your Lululemons. I always wear Lululemon. <laughs> Who has taken them off since March? No one. No, no they, one. They are darling. now. They are now second skin. I was also given a wine product as a Christmas gift. That's right. I said oh, wine product. The little Chateau Diana. Chateau Diana, oh, uh, yes. which our our friend Farzi suggested. We always say it like that because Diana. It'll feel Farzee. like more Michael Jacksony. <laughs> uh, so shout out to Farz. You what now? What did you cats do? Uh, well, you know we had a we had a rough holiday season. So when we got back here, um, shut the door, go into our travel quarantine. Um, <laughs> uh, I had some bubbles laying around, so we opened a nice reserve from Sonoma that was nice, and then kind of. Zoned out watching the X-Files. Uh, Fab-o. And may or may not had an adult gummy bear. Mm. And then by the time... Was midnight, that also turmeric flavored? <laughs> uh, no, no. It, it, God, it was ew. raspberry lime. Mm. Uh, very nice. It was a sample. Uh, just <laughs> give those out like Costco. Um, but by the time midnight rolled around, and I had a very special bottle of the Schramsberg, which I continue to harp on. But you this love. was one of their 2011 reserve library bottles. It was really, really special. Um, I was not in a position to move from the couch to open <laughs> the bottle. 
But I did manage to summon the wherewithal to get up off the couch, hold the cork, twist the bottle. I'm proud of you. Lifelong lessons came in. I'm glad you left the uh, the 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 knife, the the, yeah, the no sword, saber. That's the word. I'm glad you left your saber <laughs> in your pants and you just opened it like a just normal person. It. And I poured. Uh, uh, that's tremendous. <laughs> yeah, poured two glasses. We toasted, and then I proceeded to zonk out. And I kept like opening one eye and looking at the glass, going, "I need to finish that because that bottle's not going to be good in the morning." <laughs> And we're well, talking see, about like $150. I was going to say, yeah, that's my my $19 bottle of Astoria Prosecco, which isn't even from Astoria, New York. Oh, I, just from Italy. I just pretend it is in my head. Uh, was um, fine in the morning. <laughs> Fortunately, my, my darling husband was able to get up and cork it and seal it and put it in the fridge. So we had it the next morning. And nice. It was, it was delightful still. It held, it held a, true. You know what? If can is this where we'll cue up the uh, X File theme? Because it just all sounds very. Uh... I would hum it right now, but I don't think I actually could. Could you do it? No. No. <laughs> like it's instantly recognizable, but I can't. No, I can't it's not it. a hummer. No, no, I can't do it. It really isn't. That's no. funny. Huh. Well, like what? Right. In lieu of singing about uh, Mulder and Scully, open up our bottle. I'm so excited to open the bottle in part because you're quarantined. I got to pick it, which is super exciting. As per usual, um, I picked mainly by the label. Um, and we are going to wait. Hold on. I am having a um, prophetic thoughts. We're going to open oh. a bottle of prophecy. Don't sue me, Warner Brothers. Which is from New Zealand. Um, uh. Right? Why do the white girls cry? <laughs> um, obviously, all New Zealand wines are best drank while watching The Lord of the Rings. And having hairy feet. <laughs> and having, well, that's just quarantine. <laughs> so this is a screw top. No cork pop fun noise no for this one. No cork pop for us, but damn, it smells good. Wow, I mean. Oh, you got the glugs. Good glug, glug recording. Glug, glug, People at home, do you love a glug? I love a glug more than a swallow. Glug gluggily, glug gluggery, glug glug guru. <laughs> that was the original lyrics. <laughs> um, oh my goodness, though. I like got my whole face in the bottle. It smells so good. It is, I mean, so it's, it's prophetic. It's great that you selected this wine. Um, <laughs> So we're starting the new year, so we're kind of starting white wine, first white wine, um, which is how you generally serve wine, right? You start with white and then yeah. move to red. Um, don't be an asshole. Serve it right. Exactly. Uh, Sauvignon Blanc, which is what we're drinking, tw 2019 Sauvignon Blanc from Marlboro, New Zealand, um, is one of the six, There's uh, some people say 16, six noble grapes. Like These are the main grapes that everybody knows, Cabernet, Pinot Noir, Merlot, Chardonnay, Sauvignon Blanc and Riesling. That's it. I was like, "Oh my God, he's building the tension like it's another X Files." No, I was, I was, I, I wanted to say Meunier, but I know it's not Meunier. It's Riesling. Of course, of course it's it Riesling. is. Duh. I knew that. Uh, I just didn't want to help you. Yeah, thanks. Welcome. Um, and when you're starting <laughs> your wine education journey, Sauvignon Blanc, especially a New World Sauvignon Blanc, which is what we're drinking, New Zealand is part of the New World, meaning it's not France, therefore it's New World. Yeah. Uh, Snooty fuckers. Um, Snooty 
fuckers. It's easily identifiable. Like, you know, you smell this right away. We've all had Oyster Bay. We've all had Starfish. <laughs> we've all had, you know, all the, 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 you see them in every wine store and every grocery store, New Zealand, Sauvignon Blanc, and you crack it open and you smell green peppers, green yeah. bell pepper. Mm-hmm. And that is from a chemical inside called pyrazines. Pyrazines are super identifiable in this wine. And that's why when your wine instructors or your mentor or whoever is trying to make you feel good and give you a blind t- taste test that you can just nail right off the bat, they pour a new world Sauvignon Blanc in your glass and say, tell me what that is. And you go, that is Sauvignon Blanc through and through. Perfect. I also think, um, and it might just be because I don't like peppers green red i don't give a shit what color it is (laughs) listen i don't yellow whatever other colors they make i don't like them to me this is also incredibly citrusy which green peppers kind of are i mean i've cut green peppers i know that there's a hint of smell it's got that bright bright is a very good descriptor yeah bright is what this is uh star bright even star it's it's almost wild (laughs) funny sauvignon blanc means wild white um, I mean, and you know why? It's because, wild, well, yeah. yeah, it's because it was such a whore. Um, <laughs> do you know, do you know that the Sauvignon Blanc grape, you know this already, but I thought this was really funny because one of the wine blogs um, said that the Sauvignon Blanc has a romantic past, um, which I thought was a, an interesting way to put it, frankly. Um, but that, you know, in the old world, AKA France, as we've covered, uh, these vines hooked up with some Cabernet Franc vines, they did the deed. I'm yep. doing the gesture. Oh. I got a finger. I got a ring. Uh, and uh, star wild crossed grape lovers. That's and true. that's how we got Cab Sav. <laughs> that's how we got Cab Sav. You got Savignet, which is. Also, that's of... how you were made. Ask your parents. <laughs> you know what? Um, I think it was Chablis that made me. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's take a sip. Cheers. I love it. Cheers. Sorry, Jen. That's okay. Oh. So good. Wow. It's it's so blanky. It's right? so blanky. It's um so you don't get the vegetable, the vegetal uh, um, taste that you get on the nose there, but it's very bright. Super bright acid. Green apple. Total. Quince. Oh, gooseberry. Fancy. Oh my god. I prefer <laughs> to say gooseberry things. Gooseberry. <laughs> uh, the first time I was in in New Zealand, I went to a vineyard and I, I can't remember the name of it because it was two thousand three no yeah it was 2003 i was just about to turn 21 i was hammered as you do (laughs) and uh they had a wine called cat piss on gooseberries and it was their signature soft blanc because oftentimes the smell is described as yeah that smells like cat piss on gooseberries okay that's fucking gross and i'm never gonna say that again (laughs) Uh, i also get a little mandarin i'm not gonna lie a little mandarin orangey little not regular, no, not not smell. Like when you taste it, you get that like, yeah, mandarin orange. Which that you, sharp. I love orange. mandarin oranges. Yeah. <laughs> like you hand me a can of mandarin oranges, I'm a pretty happy person. Pretty easy that's, to please. That's yeah, that's a great flavor in there. And then there on the back, there's a little like um, like if you took a bite of the orange, but there's still a piece of the white part of the peel, the pith. Ooh yeah. So you get that kind of bitter drying quality in the back of your mouth from that. Um, I happened to notice while I was, um, because one, obviously I know, I know that I like, you know, as the us novices do, um, I know that when I went into the store, I love a good 
Sauve Blanc. That's not a weird thing for me. So I, you know, narrowing it down was easy. I know I like New Zealand Sauve Blancs. So that's the section I went to. And then this label is glorious. It this is high priestess label. Really beautiful. Um, and when I went to see what they, you know, I assumed they had a descriptor for this fancy of a label and they did. But the other thing they mentioned is that the finish was a bit of white tea. Okay. I don't necessarily get, I'm going to be honest. I don't drink a lot of white teas. So maybe that's why I could see that white tea is, you know, it's a slightly floral, slightly astringent tea, uh, which makes sense because you've got the drying, the minerality from the salt air from Marble. Marble's right on the coast of New Zealand. And I mean, all of New Zealand's right on the coast of New Zealand. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it is an island <laughs> too, um, but uh, it's yeah. I think uh, you know their their brand agent knows their tasting notes and they they got it right there. Okay, I mean I'm a listen. You know what it doesn't have notes of English breakfast with milk, <laughs> which is the tea that I enjoy. Yeah, no, it does not have that. Uh, however, if you were to get a Sauv Blanc from say Sancerre, which I'm, is let's say old I did. world, so you did. You got a Sancerre. Everybody loves Sancerre. It is. Sancerre is most of the time it sees oak. This the wine we're drinking now will never see an oak barrel, never see an oak stave, never see an oak chip. But in France, they're going to age it in oak, and that's going to mellow it out and give it some of that vanilla and creamy texture that you could identify with the Bringlet. Yeah, I mean, English breakfast tea, a Brexit tea, a Brexit tea, English Brexit tea. It's my favorite (laughs) tea. It tastes tears and sadness and labor. Um, yeah, no, the definitely, uh, in the, in the realm of whites as a former bartender, uh, and will be again, if things open probably, cause I don't have any real skills. Um, most people come in and they're like, can I get a crisp white or they, you know, like they don't actually have any idea other than they've heard the words buttery, <laughs> yep. crisp yep. and dry. So sometimes they'll be like, can I get a dry, buttery, sweet white? And you're like, that's not even a thing, you fucking weirdo. And Um, if it is, it comes from Trader Joe's and it costs $3. (laughs) And if it is, it's in a cupcake where it should be, you jackass. (laughs) Um, But the High Priestess, I feel like this is a good thing uh, because also it brings us back to the new year. Um, The High Priestess, which is what we're kicking off our year with, represents wisdom and knowledge, her inner reflection asks you to look within yourself and follow your intuition it inspires you to be more creative um and then they go on to talk about like her robes represent the crisp and refreshing wine style hallmark of the new zealand Sauv blanc all right which is i'm pretty sure exactly what tarot card readers would say yeah you know and most tarot card card readers know what's up yeah to, especially about wine in the car oh what oh my god i'm gonna look bah, at my crystal bah, ball bah, while bah, we bah. take a break <laughs> let's take a little break and when we come back we're gonna talk about what you say to those assholes who come in and say yo give me your butter your sauvignon yes. blanc. <laughs> all right this is bottled up back in a flash we're back we're back. drinking we're drinking the uh sauvignon blanc here I'm on refilling. bottled up sean is <laughs> refilling because he is a, a champ um, i've been in quarantine for seven days i know you're quarantining but we are also refilling i feel like it's worth mentioning out of our new compliments of sean bottled up podcast oh, glasses yes. we so each cute. have going on they're so cute 
Um, soon they'll be available for $37 plus 900 in shipping, everyone. Once we actually um, settle on a logo. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make some once merch. We, once we settle on a glass shape. Um, also that, yeah. But yeah, so I thought we'd start this this uh, second portion uh, of this episode because we wanted to talk a little bit about the varieties of whites and there's so many. And I was looking for a good white wine quote. Um, and outside of, I mean, Sean, you're going to be well familiar with this famous okay. quote from Ramona Singer from The Real Housewives of New York. She's like, oh. turtle time. <laughs> Uh, but that's technically about Pinot Grigio. Um, it's all about when you get drunk with your girlfriends drinking Pinot Grigio. It's called turtle time. Turtle time. So drinking, getting drunk with your girlfriends drinking New Zealand Sauv Blanc is orc time? He, yeah, it, totally. Totally. I was going to say hobbit time. Hobbit time. It's, ent it's, time. Oh, I like ent time. Ent time is nice to say. Oh my God. But Betty Davis does have a great white wine quote that I found. Um, it goes like this. And I quote, never, never trust anyone who asks for white wine. It means they're phonies. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's great. I like Just listen, that. Bet. Here's the thing. People who ask for white wine tend to not like my mom likes white more than red. So like when we went to Italy together, it was often difficult because everyone at the table wanted Italian reds. And my sure. mom was like, is there a white wine I could put some ice cubes in? Um, bless her, cotton socks. Bless. The red is just too much for her. She needs it to be lighter and crispier. Sure. Um, but there's- <laughs> That's what, you know, high acid. There's a huge ones. spectrum of yeah. white that I think, again, as former bartender, most people who drink white don't know anything like they, they literally yeah. come in they've heard of Sauv Blanc I literally had a guy once order hey can I get a glass of Sauv and obviously my first question was Ca Cabernet Sauv or Sauv Blanc sir <laughs> and he was like and he looked at me like I was the world's largest asshole and he was like um Sauv and it was very clear he had no fucking idea what he was yeah. like. It was just a word he'd heard. He hadn't even heard the whole word. He's so I was to like, impress somebody. I was like, is it is it a red solve, sir, or a white one? And he was like, there's only red. And I was like, okay, starshine. Oh, <laughs> Have a honey, good day. there's so many. <laughs> He's so dumb. Um, but no, I, you, you bring up anyway. some good points there. White wine isn't as known as red wine. Red wine has the rep because when you walk into a wine store. There's a lot of red wine, and it's more expensive than the white wine. Always seems like it's going to be fancier. It always seems like, and you, the, you, you know, the big names that you've heard, you may have heard of uh, DRC Domaine Romani Conti is the most expensive wine in the world. It's from Burgundy. It's 100% Pinot Noir. It's the oldest vineyards in France. Like a cheap bottle is 1500 bucks. I get one every year on Tuesday. Oh I just watched a video of a guy in Singapore mixing a... Uh, like at least a three thousand dollar bottle of Romani Conti into his champagne, and I threw my computer across the room, and thankfully it hit the couch because I'm poor. That's insane. And also, did you know that Michael Jackson used to drink red wine out of his Diet Coke can so that his kids didn't know he drank? Oh, and I you sure it wasn't just for brand placement since he was always <laughs> well, a little bit of both. But I assume <laughs> it was also because um, it was really expensive, and he liked it slightly mixed with the bubbles. <laughs> and 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 sucralose or whatever sugar yeah, whatever. As, aspartame At, <laughs> uh, that's tab get, and tab is being taken noise off in. <laughs> oh we both did it yeah 
I hate so, the taste of it. Aspartame and like yogurt and anything. I don't want it. I don't no, want anything to do with it's it. Gross. Gum? Don't like it. No. Nope. Anyway, uh, thankfully so that, this white doesn't have that. No, this white is crisp and delicious and is on the scale of white wines. I'm doing hand gestures here for those at home who can't see me. You've got on yes. one hand And I'm offended. <laughs> Wines like this young, super young Sauve Blanc, which is almost green in color. Uh, when you're tasting wine, you should pour it into a glass. To be give, fair, tip it's it one years wine. old. It's one years old. Well, yeah. And then tip it, uh, tip your glass over at about a 45 degree angle uh, on top of a white sheet of paper so you can see the wine clearly when you look through the glass. You'll see uh, usually two colors, sometimes three colors. And those colors will go from green like we're drinking now super young super bright never seen oak to flat out brown yeah <laughs> uh which is wine that's been aged a super long time or sherry or something i was like gonna that. say um and that wine is called port. <laughs> <laughs> port there is white port i know it i've is, tasted it, it white 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 um so this is the second most planted white grape in the world sauvignon blanc the first is chardonnay Obs. Obs. And everybody, I, I know so many people like, ugh, I won't drink Chardonnay. I skip right past them. Chardonnay's grow. It's buttery. It's oaky. And that's not what I want. It has a thick mouth feel. Everybody say it with me. Thick mouth feel. Fun. <laughs> uh, but the truth, and then they'll flip over to uh, a French page and order a bottle of Chablis. And Chablis is 100% Chardonnay. It's fucking chardonnay they're dumb and it's just people get these ideas like i'm drinking a lot of merlot lately i love merlot but because that stupid movie sideways (laughs) people are still not buying merlot it's so true there um there was a as i was scrolling through facts today there was a fun uh fact about sideways which i promptly blocked out the actual numbers (laughs) but that like the 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 percentage of sales of noir went up like 98%. Like it was insane. Absolutely like insane. The market exploded for that. Yeah. And so you had places growing Pinot Noir that shouldn't be growing Pinot Noir. Like, like my parents' backyard. Like your parents' backyard. Like Australia. Not There are parts of Australia they can put out good Pinot, but not the places that Yellowtail is mass farming. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not, you know, the market value is dictated by a stupid movie. Uh, if, okay. It wasn't that bad. It was actually a very good movie. But it angers me that it had such effect on Merlot because Merlot is delicious. And some of the most expensive wines in the world are Merlot. I just drink a lot of grog because, you know, <laughs> watch a lot of Lord of the Rings. Grog! And <laughs> dwarf tossing. Yeah, that's it. That's all. Mm. But when you're looking at your color scale on white, on white wines, the color is going to tell you a lot about the age and whether it's seen oak. So the darker and more deep, like... Um, I've had a lot of water pee to I'm waking up after a binge pee. You know, that dark orange color. The people know. Yeah, that's been aged. That's seen oak. And those are your first indications right off the bat if you're trying to identify a wine. Um, yeah. The da- yeah. Darker the color, the sweeter the juice. That's not the phrase that you were <laughs> not, going for at it's, all. It's not, but we'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Well, I, like- I mean, it also, it just goes to show you too, in terms of whites, uh, um, among the things that I stumbled on while looking for quotes from white wine, sure. you know, obviously I already had that killer one from Ramona Singer, <laughs> uh, was uh, that our friend uh, 
Hippocrates. You may recall him, the father of medicine. Yeah, hypocrites. Um, yeah, well, that's how we say it in Astoria, obviously. Uh, but uh, he was prescribing bitter white wine mm-hmm. and sweeter white wines for different maladies. Like, so more, like, no... Uh, he well he was working on humors which i was like this will take too long to describe but like (laughs) bitter white wines were drier so they would dry up your humors and help you to pee better and poop better a lot of pee and poop talk with white wine yeah and then the sweeter white wines did other things like reduce your fever and your jaundice and still somehow talk about your peeing and your pooping so you know this white wine spectrum thing has uh, been around for some time is what I'm saying. Although <laughs> I don't, I'm not looking for any pee or poop remedies. I'll, uh, uh, when I'm writing the uh, blog post for this, I'll put a little infographic chart up that you can kind of identify some wines on and where maybe you can find things that, you know, you don't like, like an oaky buttery Chardonnay from California and where that would fall in the color spectrum. So you might, you know, if you I think that that's also nice. Cause it does help you to find more of what you like. Yes. And if you're drinking less a Sauve Blanc like. right now, like we are, and you like a Sauve Blanc like we're drinking right now, I, I would suggest go find another Sauve Blanc from a different region. Don't just hone in and drink this because you're going to burn out on New Zealand Sauve Blanc real quick. So move to California? California, Australia, um, anywhere. Really, geez, beautiful Sauve Blanc in Oregon. Washington, you want to find Oregon cooler. Oregon does have some nice places. Like this style, this unoaked, high acid, crisp style is going to come from cool to moderate climates. So even you can find it in Argentina. Not going to oh. find a lot of it down there, but you can find it there. Um, and northern France, like we were saying, uh, Sancerre, Sauvignon, uh, uh, the Loire Valley, like great Sauv Blanc areas over there. I think that that's an awesome tip, listeners, uh, especially for the, um, how shall I say, uh, the the dumb drinkers among us. Uh, day drinkers. Sorry, I meant day drinkers. Day drinkers, um, yes. <laughs> uh, we're recording at 9 a.m. No, I'm kidding. But the- um, I wish we were. I Listen, I've been drinking since nine. What's the difference? <laughs> I made um, croissants. Oh, you're a C. I did not make croissants, but I did make a cocktail. Um, I put some of my uh, elixir in uh, in my uh whiskey in my coffee um and it was disgusting and then i promptly threw up and oh my god you just triggered a, oh dear. a pop culture reference that did you ever see wolf with jack nicholson and michelle pfeiffer yes there was a scene right after jack nicholson who's supposed to be the like sexy stock trader um we never got it sure okay fine and then michelle pfeiffer who's sexy doctor i think she was a doctor Mm -hmm. this sounds like a porn i've seen yeah um so far but jack has just started to change into the wolf and he walks by the co-worker that he hates and he's like yo lay off the tequila and the guy's drinking tequila out of a coffee mug genius um at one point in said day job which is probably why my former co-workers um even after (laughs) 
eight months, nine months of a pandemic, no to send me drink adjacent things, uh, is at one point I was so annoyed with everybody that I literally wrote on like a paper coffee cup because we didn't have our own mugs, like not taking questions. (laughs) And then on the other side, I wrote like, this might be booze. (laughs) And I said it and I like moved chairs to block off our little HR section. Um, And my coworker, meanwhile, a little bit younger than me because everybody else at this company was 12, um, was like, did you just close off HR? And I was like, oh, HR is closed. <laughs> HR is closed. Mama is drinking. <laughs> HR is closed. He was like, it's 10 a.m. And I was like, it doesn't matter. And people would like walk by our section because it was an open office plan and just be like, um, Lou, why is there things blocking the entryway? And he'd be like, you got to ask her. I don't know. I don't know. She scares me. <laughs> anyway, it's great. Oh, man, I wonder um, what's happened to him. Well, he's fine, and he's sending me elixirs. That's true. So we love it. I hope the other people. I I hope he learned from you, and he's oh, he did backbone. He did. You know what? The kids today, well, they actually care about their job, Sean. And I, uh, while I appreciate that in them, I actually interviewed the job by saying I might not last very long. I don't really like offices. So it's just really (laughs) a different. They thought perfect. And they were like, she seems fun. Let's take her. And I was like, all right. Seems weird. I was hoping that would get me out of this. Anyway, but white wine can be, let's get back to white wine. Yeah, back it to can white. be from like, you know, again, a lot of times when people order a wine, they only, they know buzzwords. Yeah. And as a bartender, what's hard about that is while Sean might be smelling green peppers with this wine, I'm smelling sort of grapefruit limey situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you think is dry. Like, I don't know what sandwich you like. Knock it off. Fucking learn your foods. Yeah. So I, mean, I kind of feel the same way about wines. You may not know our whatever brand structure a bar happens to have. But if you've tried a bunch of wines from Sean's chart, he's going to put up on the blog. <laughs> um, you know, you'll know that this is on the drier end. Yeah. You know, Chardonnay comes in sort of in the middle because of the butter. (laughs) Unless you're having Chablis, and then that's super dry and tastes a lot like this. Right. Crisp and minerally. If you want something very floral but still acidic, you go to Gehurstaminer. You go to Alsatian Riesling. I love nothing more than when people try to say the Gehurstaminer. Oh, Gehurstaminer. Yes, the Gehurstaminer. I mean, if somebody tried to say it like that, I'd be very excited. (laughs) Oh, Grandpapa, can I have a Gehurstaminer? (laughs) Oh, my God. I was in stables today. And the lady, people always try and guess how to say my last name. uh, Because folks who've listened to this realize it is, but have seen us on social media. It is not spelled the same way it is pronounced. Um, and she, you know, people look at it and they try and take a stab. And she sort of said, where wrong? And I was like, whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't blink. I don't care. And then she was like, how do you say it? And I was like, a really staples lady. Um, so I was like, well, family just says wearing, but if you're super German, like the time I flew Lufthansa and the stewardess yeah. offered me a muffin by saying, I, I thought she wanted to kill me. Um, then I realized she was just saying my name. I wish she had offered me a Gewürztraminer. That would have been super fun. Oh, I love Gewürztraminer. And it is, uh, it's qualified as an aromatic white, aromatic white. You've got Pinot Grigio, uh, Riesling, Gewürztraminer. Those are all aromatic whites. They, you know, they smell like flowers and herbs and it's a delightful wine that's really, really hard to find. You can just leave it open in your bathroom and it freshens things too. It does. 
Put it right on top of the cat box. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, some people use a scented candle. We hear it bottled up. Enjoy a good wine aromatics <laughs> air know, freshener. I don't even wear deodorant anymore. I just give a little spritz of Merlot in the morning. <laughs> Sam Merlot? I've watched a lot of True Blood. Um, that's been a very True Blood kind of week or two. Uh, season five. Uh, yes. And then, of course, you can go all the way to the other end of the wine white wine spectrum to your ice wines and your super sweets, sure. which as we've discussed before, make a delightful slushy. They make a delightful slushy. They make a delightful after dinner drink, or it just kind of, you need a midday quick little thing. I actually, um, I was just in Sonoma and I needed a break from Life. the personal stuff that was happening. So my husband and I took a day trip out to Sonoma Plaza distance proper mask gloves whole nine yards oh it's um, an awesome plaza there's a grocery store and then there's like a dry cleaners well there's a mission and then there's, <laughs> there's a big fort and but there's also during normal times about 50 tasting rooms Ooh! so you can taste wine without having to truck all over sonoma which is a very big ava and going which is american viticultural area thank you find that out there um and you can taste all the wines without having to spend all day driving and blah, blah, blah. But uh, because nice. it's the pandemic, they're only open That's for different. retail. Uh, so no tasting. You just kind of have to guess and hope that this expensive wine you're buying is, is good. But I just bought a late harvest soft block. Mm. Uh, so late harvest means the grapes are left on the vine to um, kind of shrivel into raisins, which concentrates the sugar in them and makes them a super high alcohol. Yummo. And B super sweet. And so I have this beautiful, it came in a tiny little bottle and it looks like it's going to be. The bottles are always really cute. I'm a sucker so for packaging. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I can't wait to crack it open. It's going to be, a, it's going to be a treat. Yeah. The problem, of course, is the smaller the bottle, the faster you drink it. But I see where you're going with this. Well, uh, I've got a Coravon. Uh, and so I can pour an expensive bottle one glass at a time and not have to worry about a Coravon. It's, an, uh, it's a preservation That's serving system. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. Uh I'll put it on the blog, but Perfect. it's this neat thing. It pierces your cork with a little needle. And then as you pour it, it pumps argon, a non-reactive gas into the bottle, replacing the oxygen in the bottle with argon so that what's left in the bottle is perfectly preserved and you can keep it for months without it going off. And you could just pour one glass at a time. In New Zealand, they do that, but with Aragon. <laughs> comes back to the lord of the rings frodo Every time. what's happened my soft blanc <laughs> it's such a little bottle maybe they don't know about second soft blancs <laughs> i know about second soft blancs i'm gonna drink some nice let's take a little breather you guys can start thinking about what soft blanc you would like to purchase and we suggest the prophecy for uh international soft blanc day which is the first Friday in May. The first Friday in May. I was just going to say, when is that, Jen? Well, and this year, May 7th. May, oh, wow. Never too early to start planning, kids. So right after May the 4th, Be with when you. you've had all your Star Wars-related beverages, mm -hmm. uh, and then May the 5th, when you've had all your Mexican-related beverages, mm -hmm. you've got May the 6th. Have a little water. Water. Hydrate before you dihydrate. Mm-hmm. And then May the 7th, drink all the Sauve Blanc. Savvy B day. Oh, my God. Can our um, merch say hydrate before you dihydrate? Absolutely. Awesome. awesome. All right. Let's talk about that. We'll be back in a mo. Back in a bit. 
Hey everybody. Well, Jen and I take a break and recoup. I want to talk real quick about the wine we're drinking. This wine is a Sauvignon Blanc from Marlborough, New Zealand. It's 2019 vintage and it's called Prophecy. It's a delicious, high citrus, high acid, uh, just flavorful white wine that would go well with any sort of pork dinner or seafood dinner or even like a, a cream sauce with bright herbs in it. Highly recommended. Depending on where you live, it'll come in at about 10 bucks to 14 bucks. If you can find it on the shelves, that's Prophecy Sauvignon Blanc from Marlborough, New Zealand. And welcome back. Hope everybody's refilled and refreshed and hydrated. I did. <laughs> did you get some water? No, no, I didn't no, do that. No. <laughs> um, that is one of my like. I don't really do resolutions. It is like immediately New Year's Eve, as as we all we all know. We all have calendars. I bought one today at Staples. Um, but the um, that's why I went there. I hate Staples. Sorry, Staples will never be our podcast sponsor. Mm-hmm. I hate them. Um, never. But the <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh. I don't really make resolutions because I think they're dumb and no one ever keeps them and that's fun. But I did uh, make a sort of thought process, okay, if you will, that I do need to be drinking more water. Like I'm very obsessed with making sure that my dog has water and there's mm-hmm. a lot of cheering when she gets a drink. Like, oh my God, did you just get a nice drink? Good job. Like, why is that <laughs> hey, happening? Why Ripley. does that need to happen? Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't need a cheering section for water drinking, but she gets one because it's fun. And now she jumps off the couch and then looks at me like, are you going to acknowledge that I'm about to have a drink? Because you should. Um, <laughs> the pandemic's been weird for all of us. Um oh. But anyway, but I've decided I do need to drink more water. I do need to hydrate before I dehydrate more. Yeah. Can't all be booze. It can't. It can It can be mostly booze. It can't. It can. No, no, Mostly no. wine. Um, as we say every episode, please drink responsibly. <laughs> Don't drink and drive. And if you have been o- be 21, <laughs> sons of bitches. Be 21 if that's the legal age where you are. For right. our three listeners in Spain, our one listener in Sweden, and our two listeners in Germany, uh, yeah, I don't think they have laws. Yeah, toss it back. Yeah, what are you yeah, seven? Get, get in drinking. Fact, I don't think you can get water. Yeah, <laughs> I think they just put mead in your bottle. <laughs> That's one thing I noticed uh, working and traveling abroad is like you go to a restaurant, you sit down, and if they recognize you as American, they give you water. If they it's don't, so true. you have to ask for water. Completely agree. Like, Why are you drinking water? Yeah, it's there's such a weird beer, American thing. Wine, yeah, there's and so frog. many arguments to be made by the fact yes. that because we put such such so much energy into alcohol, it's the reason, frankly, that we have so many alcohol related problems. Um, you know, as opposed to other places in the world that are just like it's just wine. Calm down. Just calm like, down. Just calm like, down. Don't make a podcast about it. Listen, listen, no, hypocrites. No, make... <laughs> Hippocrate said that we should all be drinking wine because it's better for us or something yeah. like that. I mean, I, I read something on, on Daily Beast at least once a week about how red wine is going to lower my cholesterol and end world hunger. In fact, hypocrites, although he, I believe hypocrites, now I'm just saying it. <laughs> now I'm just saying it as many ways as I can. Also said, and I'll wait till you're done drinking. Um, he you. said that. Although most wounds should be cleaned, uh, should be dry, uh, if a wound, I assume he said this in Greek, but no wound should be moistened with anything but wine. Oh. oh. <laughs> That's why I waited for you to be done. Ow. <laughs> so Ow. A- as we've learned before, so in, in ancient times, they use champagne to clean your boots. <laughs> and even ancienter times, 
They used Jesterico, which in is Greek BC white wine. In BC times, they waited uh, till you cut your arm off, and then they just doused a little wine on that. All better. Duck it in the in the jug, Doug. <laughs> well, Doug is a very Greek name. Uh, to Dougophilies. Because <laughs> Greek for jug is Jugophilies. <laughs> I mean, I have lived in Astoria for nearly 20 years. I think the, I picked there's up There's a lot of jug-offs of in this town. <laughs> so many jug-offs, so many you know what I'm saying? Jug-off right out of here. Oh my God, none of this is what we meant to talk about in this section, but here we are. We wanted to talk a little bit about pairing wine, Sean. Sure. Uh, so yeah, go white on. wine, slightly different than red wine. Yeah. It, it need, listen, every wine needs a different-ish type of care yeah like if you want to reach back in your memory to episode one we I talked do. about gross mushroom juice mm -hmm. and how something like a microwaved mushroom uh no matter how much you enjoy that flavor would negatively impact the flavor of your wine and the same thing goes with all food right there's uh side note if you enjoy a microwaved mushroom end it today <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. Okay, carry on. <laughs> yeah, don't don't do that, or uh, you'll develop polyps. Uh, <laughs> um, so, which Hippocrates would say, <laughs> dunk in a soft blanc. Just sit in a soft blanc. Those polyps will go right away. <laughs> but in terms of pairing, the old adage of white wine with fish, red wine with steak. There's a lot of things that aren't fish or steak, right? And what if you're having surf and turf? What what you drink? Whiskey, I guess. Uh, yeah, actually. That, <laughs> that works. Thanks. Okay, I think our job here is done. And uh, scene. Take care, everybody. <laughs> oh, uh, but like, if, if you've got a sweeter meat, like a pork pork chop. So you can pair wh whites. Let's talk about how to serve a white, right? Because sure. obviously it should be cold. Everybody should know this. This shouldn't yes. be new news for anyone. White wine should be cold. Um, bartender tip. If you like, oh my God, guests are going to get here in three minutes. I mean, we can't have guests right now, but when we can again, uh, forgot to chill my white wine. Don't just put it in a bucket of ice. You dumbasses. Add some water to that. Um, the ice water means more cold surface area is touching your bottle and it will chill it faster as opposed to just ice cubes, kittens. Yeah, which might seem like they're colder, but you need that water to help distribute the energy and pull the things coldness. Up. Physics. Physics um, is hard. Let's stop talking about that. Let's talk about glasses. But yeah, so with if, if you've got an unoaked white wine like this Sauve Blanc or a Chablis, mm -hmm. you want to serve that at about 45 degrees. And if you've got an oaky or a thicker Chardonnay, like a California Chardonnay, you want to bump that up to about 50. Don't put this in the back of your fridge. Right. The other. Front yeah. of the fridge. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And uh, you might not even necessarily need to keep it in an ice bucket at the table. If you're, you know, pouring table side, you can just. Who drinks that slow? I meant if you need to chill it like <laughs> five minutes before your guests get there. Now! I need this to be cold, Grandpapa! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. We're German again. Um, and you should serve it, of course, in a stemmed glass. Yes. It should be in a stemmed glass, not a stemless glass like we're drinking out of. We are. We're breaking our own rules. As you're standing around holding your glass of wine, the heat from your hand is going to warm up that wine. And if it's meant to be cold, you don't necessarily want that. You'll, it'll go a little flat. You'll lose some of the brightness of the acid. So hey, yo, don't be a dummy. Don't be a dummy, you jag off. You uh, <laughs> uh, it's jug, <laughs> jug off. off. Sorry, jug off. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, 
but then if you have an ice wine, you want it in a small glass because you, you don't want to drink a lot of that. That's the one you use your fancy, super cute little like glasses that look like they belong in a dollhouse but are like a million dollars. You like little cordial glasses? Yeah, yes, I love they're those. They're super cute. Um, cute. You also, if you've got like those big goblety wine glasses, you don't want those. Mm-mm. You want it to have uh, a narrow mouth because that'll keep those aromas in and it'll keep it cooler. Whereas if you got that big, broad Bordeaux glass, that's going to aerate it, and that's for a totally different thing. You don't want that with a white wine. Oh, my God. I wish the listeners could see how many hand gestures accompanied that <laughs> explanation. But it was good. It was perfect. I didn't actually even set up to record the video on this one. On May 7th, we'll just, we're will just we just going to put a picture up for International Sal Blanc Day of you doing the glass forms with your hands, I think, will be the key to success. Um, but something that, like this one, I did, I did look, and then we were talking earlier about Sal Blanc. Um, it's because it's so bright and acidy, you you maybe still don't want it with a steak, but no. it can handle fatty stuff. Yeah, because it yeah. cuts that nicely. Um, Acid and, and fat are good things. So if you got a, as a recommended by sauce. our heroes at uh, Wine Folly, oh, um, Pocket, I love you. Avocado toast. <laughs> avocado toast is because it has that creamy fattiness from the avocado, uh, and you know obviously this six-year aged manchego that you shredded on top with your half a grape every tomato. morning that i make my avocado <laughs> toast because i'm 27 <laughs> um, yeah the acid will help cut through that it'll still be bright and refreshing but it won't bury the flavors of the salty cheese or you know the delicious rye cracker that you have the, it on the good people at prophecy suggested that you enjoy this with a lobster roll i could yeah sure the butter right? and mayonnaise with the, the butter this would be good, good with that even just the like that unctuous fattiness of lobster itself yeah. like this would be good. i mean technically a fish but you know what i'm or saying or if, if you're going vegetarian um and you have a pasta with an herby cream sauce ooh, something with a goat cheese goat cheese mm-hmm. oh man uh there uh sancerre french sauvignon blanc from the loire valley um there's a really stinky goat cheese uh that i cannot remember it's a chevre but it's got some stupid long name that I can't remember sure, the name sure. of. Sure, sure. It's like Chevrolet. I was like, I'd like you to make it up. Go. <laughs> it's like Chevrolet Blanc, I think. Oh, I, that's not as long as I thought it no. was. No. Uh, but it's super stinky for a goat cheese, especially. Uh, but that with a, a crisp glass of Sancerre, mm, delightful, perfect. I bearing. love a goat cheese. Um, you know what's funny to me? In England, they call it goat's cheese. No apostrophe, just, huh. just multiple. It's like they don't call it. Um, Beets, they're beetroot. Beetroot. I mean, technically, beet is a root, and technically, yeah. goat cheese is probably made from multiple goats. Probably, you don't have. But the uh... S seems <laughs> unnecessary. There. This <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Goat's cheese. I don't need goat's cheese uh, with my tea time. I, in you know, I do like beetroot with goat's cheese. What do you think? What, what, so. Platypus's cheese, platypi cheese, right? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily know how I sheep's feel about cheese. that. Sheep's cheese. I mean, I guess the plural yeah, no, sheep, sheep is sheep. Sheep. Yeah. That's shout out to my friend Anne uh, Neesmith <laughs> there, who uh, I've been calling them sheep's for a hundred years, and it annoys her, and so that's why I do it mainly. She's a deer's. <laughs> oh, deer's and sheep. Oh, sheep's. my Lord. It's animal plural humor, ladies and gentlemen. I think I'll be the... doing shows later this week. <laughs> On Zoom. Doing all my plural animal jokes. Uh, I think this might have been our most informative episode yet, Jen. I think it might have been. Also, this is delicious. 
This is really Which is tasty. why I think we're really inspired I by the high so. priestess that presented us with this Sauvignon Blanc. Who's hovering over a lock and there's some apples and uh, I think that's oh, yeah. a no, the green, the green of her cloak supposedly represents the green of the vines and the the fruit represents the fruitiness of the smells and tastes and stuff and the white of her face represents the white tea finish. All right, now I'm just making it up. Um, <laughs> It's got a lock because of how tight the twist cap was. Um, uh, but yeah, the, the lot, there's a lot on this label to unpack. And, and we see a lot of love and good fortune in your futures for this year. That's yes. what I think that this prophecy you know what? Can is. Can 2021 listeners? bring you delicious wine, white, red, Ugh. pink, and bubbly, and bring us lots of listeners? Amenzies. Amen. Well, I had fun drinking with you, Jen. Amen. And also with you. Uh, so cheers, listeners. Let us know what Sauvignon Blanc you like the most or even why you like a, why you like Sauvignon Blanc sucks, bitch. I like Chardonnay. We want to know about that, too. I want to know all about it. So Show get us out there. your corks. <laughs> Show us your corks. Get out there. Drink some wine. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye, Bye. everyone. Cheers. This has been Bottled Up, a wine podcast. Bottled Up is produced in Astoria, New York City by me, Sean Linehan. My amazing co-host is Jen Waring. Our theme music this week is from Scott Buckley, and that super fun X-Files remix is by Attic Stein Beats, originally by Mark Snow. Uh, links are in the show description to both of those artists. If you have enjoyed this episode, please like and rate on your favorite podcasting app. To learn more about the wines on this episode and more, check out our webpage at bottleduppodcast.blog. If you have any questions about future wines, future episodes, or sponsoring an episode, you can get to us there. You can also find us on Instagram at bottled underscore up underscore podcast and Facebook at bottled up podcast. That's all one word. Until pandemic times are over, find us on the web, stop on by, join us for a glass. Thanks for listening, everybody. Cheers. Cheers.